0: Section number 80 of Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Allegra Little Cole Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. By Various. Susan High, 509 Haywood Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. My name is Susan High. I was born in June. I'm 70 years old. My mother was named Piety, and she belonged to old man Giles Underhill before de surrender. My father, he was George Merritt, and he belonged to Ben Merritt, Ivan Proctor's grandfather. They lived on a plantation near Eagle Rock, Wake County. They called the creek near by Mark's Creek. My parents said that they had a mighty hard time and that during slavery time their rules was mighty strict. The hours of work on the farm was from sun to sun with no time except on Christmas and at labor time. Fourth of July for anything but work. They were not allowed no education and very little time to go to church. Sometimes they went to the white folks' church. Mother said they whipped the slaves if they broke their walls. They said the overseers were worse than the slave owners. The overseers were generally white men hired by their master. My father said they had poor white men to oversee. And the slave owner could go on about his business and sometimes didn't know and didn't even care how mean the overseer was to the slaves. There was a lot of things to drink. They said cider made from apples, whiskey, and brandy. They said people didn't notice it like they do now. Not many got drunk, cause there was plenty of it. Father said it was ten cents a quart. That in the whiskey made out of corn, and the brandy was cheap too. They said the clothes were wove, and that most children went barefooted, and in their shirt tails. Great big boys goin' after the cows and feedin' their horses and doin' work around the house in their shirt tails. Grown slaves got one pair of shoes a year and went barefooted the rest of time. Biscuit was a thing they seldom got. Women cleared land by rolling logs into piles and piling brush in their new grounds. They were load patches, but they used what they made to eat. Daddy said they didn't have time to fish and hunt any. They was too tired for that. They had to work so hard. Daddy said he was proud of freedom, but was afraid to own it. They prayed for freedom secretly. When the Yankees came, Daddy saved a two-horse wagon load of meat for master by taking it off in the swamp and hiding it and de master wouldn't give him no bit of it. After de surrender, they turned him out with a crowd of little children without a thing. They give him nothing. My mother saved her master's life, Charles Underhill. Well, you see, he was taking care of a lot of meat whiskey for Dick Jordan and the Yankees came, and he treated him from whiskey he had in a bottle and told him he had no more. They searched his home and found it in a shed room, and they said they were going to kill him for tellin' him a lie she heard him talking and she busted through the crowd and told him that the stuff belonged to another man and that her master was not lying and not to hurt him the Yankee said you have saved this old son of a bitch we won't kill him then they took off the meat whiskey and everything they wanted master promised mother a cow and a calf a sow and pigs for what she had done for him and to stay on and finish the crop when the fall o the year he came did not give her the wrappings o her finger. That my mother told me. We was teached to call em Mammy and Poppy. I was gwine to tell you just jackly like it is. We were taught these things. I want to be passive right in what I tell you. We left that place and Mammy and papy farmed with Solomon Morgan at free issue for several years. The family had typhoid fever, and five were down with it at one time. But the Lord will provide. Such as that makes me say people won't die till their time comes. There is some mighty good white people in this place in America, and also bad. If it hadn't been for em, we colored folks would have been in a mighty bad fix. We got our jobs and help from em to get us to the place where we at. Doctor Henry Montague doctored us. And none died. It wasn't dead time to go. No, no. It wasn't dead time to go. We then moved back to Masters for a year. And then we moved to Rosville in Wake County. I married Den and moved to Raleigh. I married Robert High. He is dead. He's been dead about 30 years. I don't know much about Abraham Lincoln. I think he was fine, man. Mr. Roosevelt's ideas is fine if he can carry him out. End of section number 80.